Okay, so welcome to today's episode of the Promotion Playbook. So these, these audio is taking you through the different concepts found in the Promotion Playbook. The Promotion Playbook has three essential components. Story, strategy, skill set. Those are the three areas you must develop to reach, the, to reach your best for your promotional test. If you haven't got a copy, you can get Promotion Playbook on Amazon. You can also check out promotionplaybook.com to find out updates and more, more resources and things that I'll give you to help support you on your path to promotion. So we're, I'm on this path of discovery of finding this proven path to your fire department promotion. And I've learned a lot so far that's helped me. I've helped a lot of other people with it. Uh, and I'm hopeful that I can help you. Today's topic is don't listen to the voices in your head. And when I say that, for a lot of people, it conjures up, uh, maybe, maybe you've ran an EMS call of someone that's totally, uh, you have a psychiatric emergency and you go on a call and the person's holding a conversation with, with all these people that don't exist. Or maybe you picture the homeless person walking down the road holding a conversation with somebody that's not there. And when the voices in your head take over your body, uh, that there's extreme versions of this. So when I say that, uh, I'm kind of hoping to engage in this conversation because it's a lot of times uh, I'll bring that up to people and as I say, like, hey, I got these voices in my head and right away people will be like, oh, that guy's crazy. Um, maybe, maybe he has some type of uh, schizophrenia or uh, some type of mental di- disorder or diagnosis. Maybe that's true, but maybe everybody has these voices to some extent, and maybe you're just not consciously aware of these voices and how this this conversation that happens within your mind may, that it can be your greatest advocate or it can be your worst enemy. So the voices in your mind And I'm going to reference a verse from the Bible that's found in the book of Deuteronomy. And I don't have the verse in front of me, but I'll I'll put the quote in the notes so you can look it up and and read it. And the, the, the scripture is this. It says, I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life so that your descendants may prosper. It's not word for word, but... I've set before you life and death. You have the choice before you of life and death, blessing and cursing. I'm going to talk about the practical application of this first and then make, tie it into how this relates to your promotional test. So what are the choices of life and death? So going back to the voices that are within your head is that if you've ever tried any form of meditation that requires you to be still and uh, just try not to think, it's pretty, it doesn't take a whole lot of effort to become aware of this dialogue that is constantly happening internally. We all have it. And the, the interesting thing about it is I mentioned the example, I guess uh, the specific example I had is when I first started dating my wife, Faith, um, I was telling her, I said, I, I was talking to her about how um, I had these different voices in my mind and uh, I was starting to identify how they each kind of had their own 
uh, personalities. I said, I, I kind of have these different voices and she's a nurse and she ended up like telling one of her friends, she's like, Hey, I'm dating this guy and um, the relationship's going well, but I think he's crazy. So picture this conversation where I'm sitting there talking, my wife's this beautiful lady. And uh, I tell her, I'm like, Hey, I got these different voices in my head. And she's at the surface kind of like, okay, I'm listening. I'm understanding. But why she says that there's this voice that begins to speak within her of like, Oh my gosh, I think this guy might have some mental problems because uh, he's talking about these different voices in his head and why she's, why she's sitting there contemplating that there's a voice within her head that is saying that out loud, not saying it out loud, but there's this internal dialogue that's happening. It's like, Hey, I think this guy's crazy. And if she were to actually be aware of this, this unconscious dialogue that's occurring, she might be holding this conversation of like, Hey, um, so this would be the conversation in her head. Hey, I'm enjoying our time together. Uh, we have a lot in common. Uh, we seem to be getting along well, but I have some reserves. I have some concerns about him sharing his voice in his head. So in her mind, there's this chatter that's occurring back and forth. And whether she's aware of it or not, her mind's doing the exact same thing. So this is a very, this is a normal part of, of human, even the healthiest norm, whatever you consider normal, like people that are functioning at a uh, socially acceptable level, uh, we all deal with this to some extent is we constantly have this, this conversation going on in our head. And so going back to this verse from the Bible is it says, I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life so that you and your descendants may prosper. So a way to do that is to choose which conversation you're going to listen to and which ones you're not going to listen to. And there's two specific, uh, there's two specific voices that I'm going to bring to light during this episode. And it's going to give you a helpful metaphor that I think you'll find really helpful, not just here for your promotional test, but also for uh, anything else that you want to accomplish in life. So if you look at, um, I'll bring up an example from the promotion playbook is, is my background story and the information. I kind of talk about my discovery on this path to promotion and how I discovered that, that the story that you tell yourself really matters and these seven strategies worked for me. And these are the specific skill sets on it. So I kind of talk about, so this is how I discovered this, this path to promotion. And in my background story, I share the story about the man in the arena. It's a quote from Theodore Roosevelt about, don't be afraid to go for your promotion or whatever, whatever goal that you're looking to accomplish, you have to be the person in the arena. And when you step into the arena, you're going to face, you're going to have Hopefully you have some fans in one part of the arena and then on the other part of the arena is you have the people that are rooting for your failure and want you to not be successful. The Super Bowl is today and in the Super Bowl you have people that are going for one team and then you have a whole set of groups of people that are uh, going for the other team. And so you look at it at this bigger level, this, uh, this larger scale of how this plays out is you picture you have the teams that are in the arena and then you have the fans that are that are in in the seats this year with covid there's not going to be a full stadium but if you picture before covid and hopefully in the future is that you have a stadium full of fans 
half of these fans are cheering for one team. Another half of the fans are cheering for the other team. And so you have people that are, that are supportive of your, your promotion. And then you're likely going to have people that are cynical or that don't want to see you be successful. So how does that play out at the smaller level is that at the smaller level, um, a lot of the people that you think are critics is not really the only place that they exist as the critics is actually, it's kind of this figment of your imagination that it's made up. And a lot of times when you talk to these people directly, they're not really even that concerned about what you're doing in your life. They're more concerned about their own, their own insecurities, maybe their own struggles, maybe their own goals, maybe their own fears, or maybe they're actually a big, uh, a big fan of yours, or maybe that they support you, but they just do it in a form of banter and, um, you know, talking trash or like kind of bantering with you. And a lot of times this banter is done from a place of uh, a good place. I've noticed that in the fire service, it's common is there's kind of this saying in a lot of, a lot of fire department circles is like, Hey, if the guys aren't giving you a hard time, it means they don't like you. So to some extent, that's true. So the point of this is pointing it back to, to there's, there's, as you commit to doing your promotion or as you commit to uh, accomplishing whatever goal it is that you're going after, once you publicly declare that, you're going to face this, uh, you're going you're gonna to have people that support it, you're going to have people that criticize it, and then you're going to have people that just don't really care about it. And the, the, the loudest voices that you're going to come across are actually the ones that exist within yourself. Because when it comes down to it, the person that cares the most about it is going to be you. And a lot of these conversations that you imagine within your mind may or may not ever even really be out there. I know for me to actually complete the promotion playbook and then to publish it was really, un it was an uncomfortable experience. It's exciting. I love the process. I love creating the book. I love being able to help people. But there's this part of me that was like, don't, don't make this public because it's not safe. If you share this, people are going to make fun of you. People are going to criticize the book. It's not going to work. I'm confident there's a lot of grammar. There's still grammar errors, despite having um, several people go through the book. It's not going to be a perfect work. And putting out this imperfect piece of work was not the most comfortable thing for me to do. And, and, and it created this dialogue within my mind of like, oh, gosh, you know, what if I put it out there and it's a failure? Or, um, you know, what if I go for this and I say I want to help people promote and uh, it's a total flop? What if I fail? What if I do this? What if they criticize me? What if they make fun of me? What if I, all this crap comes up. And so here's the two voices to give you a, uh, a an easy metaphor to remember. So I mentioned the concept of meditation and there, there's a number of different forms of meditation, but one of the most basic parts of it is you just practice being still maybe focusing on your breath and trying to still your mind. There's a really great kids movie called Kung Fu Panda. And a shout out to Captain Rod Rodriguez, who had, um, when I had failed my promotional test in the past and I went to promote in the future, he asked me, um, he said, hey, watch the movie Kung Fu Panda. And in this movie, the, the, the Zen master, like Kung Fu master, he talks about you have to still the mind. And when you still the mind, you can practice Kung Fu and you can be this masterful warrior. 
So the mind gets, gets uh, you ever try to meditate and the mind is busy, it's constantly, there's this chatter. One of the words to describe that chatter is called the monkey mind. So uh, there's, it's common if, if you ever do apps on meditation or if you read books on meditation, it's, uh, you'll hear this concept of a monkey mind. It's like this, this monkey mind that's constantly uh, going back and forth and, and talking. And it, it, it's rare to reach that moment of stillness where you're fully present to, to life as it shows up in that moment. So the ultimate result is to reach this moment of presence in the moment so that you're fully alive to those people around you and you're not caught up in these voices and all this monkey mind chatter that happens within your mind. So on one side of this, you have that you choose life or you choose death. Um, the What I associate with death of your goals and your dreams and your desire and the message that you feel called to help other people with is this monkey mind. And the visual is if you go to a, uh, a, a Google search, you can probably picture there's this, uh, there's this little toy of a monkey that's part of like a band and it has these clinging symbols. And uh, it's a pretty popular toy where it's this monkey, it's got a little hat and it's got uh, these symbols and like you wind it up and it sits there and it goes and it plays these symbols and it makes a bunch of noise and it might start yapping and, and talking and do whatever it does. And for me, that's that's come up as a, as a really good metaphor of that that part that wants to destroy. It's another part of the of the of the Bible in the New Testament, which says the thief has come to steal, kill and destroy. There are forces that don't want your goal to come into reality. A lot of those voices exist between your ears and they're self-made that are rooted in fear. So think about the picture is that. When you go to promote, um, here's the monkey mind's going to come up, and it's going to try and derail you. So you're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to going for the next promotion. It's going to be scary. I still have my doubts. I still have my insecurities, but I'm going to commit to it, and I'm going to reach out to this person that I know can help me. And when you do that, part of you is going to resist that, and this monkey mind's going to show up. So picture you think about doing that, or if you have another goal, think about doing that goal. And then think about sharing it with somebody else that might make you a little bit uncomfortable. And with that discomfort, this little guy is going to show up. He's going to have his symbols. He's going to start playing his symbols. And that that tape, that uh, that dialogue is going to start playing out in your mind. And it's going to sound something like this. Uh, you don't want to promote now because um, this isn't the best test anyway. It's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of money. It's going to, um, you know... It's going to be too competitive. I'm not the right person for it. It's not the best time. It's not this. All this stuff's going to come up that's going to try and take you out. Oh, I failed at this, so I'm not good enough for that. Or all this other stuff is that monkey mind's going to start playing, and he's going to just start playing. He also likes to play out with rationalizations as to why you don't do it. And if you're aware of this, you can choose to say, no, I choose not to listen to your counsel. I choose not to hear what you have to say, because you're not going to serve me. You don't go, you're not going to be in the arena. You're not going to be getting ready to play the Super Bowl and um, all of a sudden go to the fans on the opposite side of the team and say, hey, what do you guys think that we should do on this next play? They're going to be like, I think you should fumble the ball and so that way our team can score. Similar to that is this part of you that is the the monkey mind and the mind chatter and the fear and the, all this stuff's going to come up. So when that comes up, for me, it's helpful to think of 
just picture this, uh, this little monkey guy that comes up, male or female monkey, it doesn't matter, but it'll just start playing its symbols and it'll start all this, this, uh, this pattern as to why, this dialogue as to why you're not ready for your promotion, why you're going to fail, why people are going to laugh at you, why it's going to be embarrassing, why you have all this to lose, why it's easier, why it's easier just to settle in and to accept what is. Don't go for something else. Why, why try? Just be comfortable where you are. Don't put yourself out there. You risk the chance of failure. So all this stuff can come up. So there's two choices. So one is the death. You choose to listen to the fear, this, this, this chatter, this monkey mind chatter that comes up. Or you can choose to listen to life. And life is you picture the vision of the best part of you. And maybe probably one of the best things is not to focus on you but focus outward on the people that you've been called to serve. Think about the people that you can help. Think about who's going to benefit for you. Think about maybe your wife. Think about maybe your kids. Think about those that will stand behind you even when life gets hard and um, and you have those core group of family or friends that has your back no matter what. And that's the opposite choice. The vision for that could be... Um, for you, it kind of goes back to finding your why, which is chapter chapter five of uh, knowing your purpose is think about the, the good things, focus on the vision, focus on the possibility, and focus on your faith or your family or your fitness or think about the best part of you. And more importantly, think about outward of those that stand to benefit by you going through this trial of uh, putting yourself out there and taking the path. Because the path is not easy. You have to go through. If you're going to walk the path, you have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You have to walk through the dark valley as part of reaching success. Success is not all of a sudden just arriving and having everything right and being the person that's standing on the summit in victory. Nobody gets to the top of the summit without the struggle. So the struggle and all this stuff is part of the process. And so the more that you grow, the more that you expand yourself, the more you have to get uncomfortable and step out beyond this comfort zone. When you step outside of the comfort zone, those voices that want to hold you back are going to get loud. The The whole monkey mind concept is that this monkey is going to show up and he might even have a whole band that's going to come and play this music and this chatter and all these voices saying as to why you should not go for it. They'll say it's not safe. They'll say it's you, you risk getting hurt. You risk embarrassment. You risk failure. But don't listen to it. Instead, say no. Choose life. Choose um, choose a story that's going to empower you. Choose a story that's going to serve you. And choose to, choose to step into your best self, not just for you, but for your faith, for your family, for your fitness, for your finances. Picture whatever it is for you. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, your belief in God or your your faith or your values. Maybe it's someone in your family that you're you want to serve or you want to you want to make them proud or you want to. Well, you want to do it for them, but find strong reasons why and choose life today. And if you want to, um, uh, if you do a Google search of the, the, the monkey and the band, it's kind of a good, it's a good visual metaphor of what this chatter looks like that can take you out. Finally, there's another resource you can check out on iTunes. It's from Jocko, who's um, Jocko Willink. I'm not sure if I said his last name right, but Jocko's got a lot of great books about discipline and leadership and, and development. And he's got this, 
I'll, uh, let me get the name of it exactly. I'll pull it up right now. It's called Psychological Warfare. And all it is is, is just a set of, of his recordings that apply to this concept. There's part of you that wants to make excuses. There's part of you that wants to rationalize instead of just doing the work that you have to do. So he used a great example of when it's time to go to the gym and this monkey mind's gonna come up and be like, hey, you're tired today, you're feeling sick. Uh, you worked out yesterday, you don't have to work out today. Instead, say no, shut down the monkey mind and choose life today. Thank you for, thank you for listening and uh, we'll talk to you later, bye.